This is 15 Minutes of Freedom. I'm your host, Ryan Nidell, and today is part three of Lessons Learned from Consulting. In part one, I shared with you that efficient and effective communication is going to be the key to business and personal growth. In part two, we discussed that intentionality of goals and how to disseminate them down and around the people that are going to help support that desired outcome. And in the third step, the third lesson is something that's incredibly impactful instantly for all of us. And that is simply what gets measured and reported gets done. Now, this is applicable all across your life, in your health and fitness, in your relationship, inside your business. We could even put it towards a spirituality component. You see, all of us want to hold ourselves in a better light to ourselves than we might actually be in. I truly believe that that's human nature. Right? It's not comfortable to say all the things you're not doing the right way. And of course, who am I to say what's right from wrong? I don't think I'm really anybody. But let's be honest, if you're not tracking, we'll say, your weight on at least a weekly basis, same time of day, same give or take clothes on, same scale, same everything, you might be able to deceive yourself and say you're making more progress than you really are. Doesn't mean you're a bad person. Just means you're deceiving yourself. Same thing inside of a relationship, right? I love this one, especially us men, right? I've heard so many men be quote unquote blindsided by their wife wanting a divorce. Well, let's be honest for a moment, shall we? Are you tracking how often you actually take your wife out on a date that doesn't involve your phone, business meetings, or anything of the sort? Where it's just you and her. No children, no phone, no business, just connection. If you don't know when you did it, where you did it, and what came of it, how can you know if you're progressing forward or backwards? Again, I believe we are all constantly in motion. You're either moving towards something or moving away from it. There is no in-between. And all that's very, very, very true inside of a business. That's why someone like a Dave Ramsey will tell you one of the first things to do consistently is to look at your bank account balance. Look at what you're doing on your credit cards. To actually see them. To maybe change credit card numbers to stop reoccurring billing. To, to do all types of different things. Well, it comes from being able to measure, report, and track what gets done. See, when you get clear on where you are and you decide where you want to go, you then can identify what's blocking you. You can tackle that and then determine the progress. And that's specifically true inside the company I got to spend these three wonderful days with. You see, the business itself is, is growing. It's a living entity. And the business, right, has a multitude of different variables. 
And the one that most business owners love to talk about, love to hang their head on, is revenue. Right? Revenue. I mean, think about it. If you're someone that knows the name Russell Brunson, or if you've heard of the company ClickFunnels, one of the you know, significations of being successful is a two-comma club award. And a two-comma club award signifies that you have done a million dollars in sales through your ClickFunnels account. And while that's certainly an impressive feat, means a million dollars came through, like you charge people a million dollars in total. It actually doesn't mean anything. Right? I look at it this way, that revenue is always a vanity metrics. But your profit equates to your sanity. Right? That's, that's the stabilization. But ultimately, the cash that is left over is the king and the deciding factor on your ultimate success. But again, inside of most businesses, it's simply profit. And let's break this down for a moment. In case you don't own your own business and you're an employee, you might experience this yourself because I look at your household as your own private business. Let's say that your profit, i.e. what you get paid a year, is $40,000. I'm going to make it easier and say $36,000. $3,000 a month. Well, that's your profit, right? That's, that's what's there. But the revenue from that is actually much less, right? Because you have, you know, your insurance that might get taken out of that or some retirement that could be taken out of that. You have taxes that get taken out of that. And maybe the 36000 or the 3000 a month, by the time it hits your bank account, maybe we're down to 2200 Okay, that 2200 is kind of what I'll call your profit, but then, of course, you have a car payment and maybe rent or a mortgage. You probably like to eat. Bet you have a cell phone in your hand, probably an internet connection. And by the time the dust settles, you spend $2,000 a month. But you actually have the cash that is left is $200. And that cash is the king driver for the new decisions you can make going forward. The same thing happens inside of a business. We talk about the sexy number up top, right? Top of the balance sheet. Man, we're, we're making $7 million this month. No, you didn't make, you generated. You generated $7 million bucks. But by the time you have expenses associated with that, maybe in a profit basis, there's $700,000 left. And maybe by the time you look at other liabilities that could exist, maybe the cash you retain is down to $100,000. And so think about that. You had $7 million of sales in this imaginary organization, and you have $100,000 left. I would say that business is not running that efficiently. Because... There's some things that, in my opinion, should happen. Right? Start looking and tracking the variables. Right? Your business should have a cascade of growth. 
Let me explain. This also applies into your personal life. If your revenue grows by 10%, I believe your profit should be able to increase at that same time by 20% and your operating cash should increase by 30%. Right, so let's take that same example inside your household just in case you don't own your own business. If you go from $36,000 a month or a year, $3,000 a month to $4,000 a month, that's a, a lot bigger than a 10% increase. But your expenses don't change and your tax basis doesn't change. And so the profits have increased and the operating cash has increased. And so you're ready to go. That cascade effect has held true. Things look good that way. But there's more to it than just that, right? Because again, let's be real. What gets measured and reported gets done. It gives you data to make decisions off of. And as I've had the opportunity to spend time inside this business, the reporting and efficiency of reporting is still a work in progress, which is completely natural. Right? Because there's some reports to consider. Right? The effectiveness percentage of any business, in my opinion, is the revenue divided by the assets that exist inside of that business. And the efficiency percentage of any business is the profits divided by the revenue. And ultimately, the effectiveness multiplied by the efficiency is your return on your assets. But it doesn't stop there. You see, there's operating cash flow that should be divided by profits, and that's your productivity percentage. And effectiveness multiplied by efficiency multiplied by productivity is the ultimate litmus test for the success and the trends of where your business is going. It's not enough in your household, in your business, in your life, in my opinion, to simply look at the KPIs. A KPI is a key performance indicator. Kind of in, in the business world, right? These might be things like lines on your balance sheet. These might be things that, right, are, are effects. They are things that have already happened. What really, really matters is the trends on the drivers of those KPIs. We'll talk about this organization that, that I'm discussing right now. If your revenue is at a certain place, we need to know what generated the revenue. That's how many new clients did we sign up. That's how many phone calls did it take to sign up those new clients. That's what's the average order value for those clients. And so now we have trends. Now we can start to scale the business efficiently and effectively based off the reporting that exists. These are things that are massively important. But they're things that most of us, until... Right, go back to my first episode of this three-part series. Until I've made a tremendous amount of mistakes in my life, I had no idea to even consider looking at these. I didn't know they existed. I literally was, I remember back at the hosting company just looking at the top line and seeing like, oh man, 
right, we generated four and a half million dollars this month. We are freaking rock stars. We are crushing it. Yes, let's go spend money. And while that's cute, when you have 200 employees, you have merchant processing fees, you have affiliates to pay, you have all the expenses associated with running the business, and you get down to the bottom, and there's 200 grand left, it's not that sexy. You don't feel quite as good realizing you did all that hard work to take home 5% as a company. And so from having lived that, it allows me to see it now. And by no means is that this company's trajectory. But it's understanding that to me, there should be six main performance indicators across really any business. All right, the first one is cash. Your cash balance, your cash burn rate, and where your cash comes from. All of these things should be tracked on trends in a month look back, in a three-month look back, and in a 12-month look back so you can see where the business is trending towards. The second thing is, of course, your accounting practices. That's receivables, that's payables, that's inventory and how they all tie together. You're going to look at profits. And not only generalized profits, but also profit per unit, monetary profit, and common size profit. You want to look at profit margins. You want to look at revenue per account. You want to look at reorder rates. You want to look at lifetime values and the trends and directories there. Then you're going to want to look at return on assets and those same trending lines. Right, and while this might be a little over the top, the same thing actually should apply for inside of your household or inside your body. Right, if I ask you right now, what are the trends on how much you spend per month on food? Probably don't know. And then more importantly, if you do know how much you're spending on average on food, do you know where you're spending it? Do you know which restaurants or grocery stores? Are you tracking the trends to see, are you going up, down? Are being more or less efficient? Those are good things to pay attention to. Same thing as you begin to look at your body as a, as a whole. Sure, it's great to track the charts and trends of your weight, but maybe it's also body mass index, that BMI. Maybe it's measurements of your chest and your waist and your, your rear end, your neck. Maybe it's that tied to how many times a week you've been going to the gym and what's the average duration of a workout been. You might say, man, Ryan, this sounds like a lot of work. This is, you're asking for a lot here. I would beg to ask you the question then, if you're considering that to be the reality, why aren't you worth it? Why aren't you worth that amount of work? If success comes from tracking, monitoring, and measuring things and being able to recalibrate and make educated decisions based off trends, whether inside of a business or inside your personal life, and you are literally saying right now, yeah, that sounds like too much work. I don't really want to do that. Then you're almost destined to get more of the same. Whatever you have now, there's more coming. 
And maybe that's brilliant for you. Maybe you have an amazing life. Your body is exactly how you want. Things are incredible. You've got the best relationship you've ever had. Your piggy bank keeps raising every month and your life is on fire. It is excellent. If so, I love you for it. Congratulations. But if you're like the 99% of the rest of us, there's somewhere in our life that we could improve upon. And so tracking and monitoring it allows that to be possible. Same thing that happens inside of a business. And maybe, again, you don't own your own business, but you're an employee. You want to get that raise. You want to bump yourself up. You want to find the new position. Let's start talking about the KPIs inside of your department and the drivers that are associated with that. And are you tracking and monitoring those to take them to your superior after a long enough period of time to show them where the opportunities for growth are at inside of your department? You want the raise. You might want the C-suite title, but are you doing the C-suite work to get the title? Probably not. And that's okay. Right? The goal of this particular episode is to open your eyes to ways to become more. Because again, we're all in motion towards or away from our goal. And if you want more, you're going to have to know more. And you're going to have to show up as more until you get more. From that place, I'm Ryan Nidell, wishing you truly unlimited success.